Welcome to the Fireside Giants podcast by Empire Sports Media. How's it going, Giants fans? Welcome back to Fireside Giants with your boys, Alex and Anthony. Today we're talking about a big, rumbling, tumbling man on this Giants team, Dexter Lawrence. We want to discuss contract extensions, where he kind of lies, what his price tag may look like. Now, the Giants did uh, ink him to his fifth-year option, so he's going to get paid $12 million for next season. Absolute steal for what it's worth. We're going to go through his numbers, take a look at kind of where he lies among um, kind of defensive tackles, interior defensive linemen in the NFL. He has been unblockable up to this point against the Eagles, who have the number one ranked pass blocking offensive line in football. This is going to see, we're going to see where he really can make his money here, where he really dominates against Jason Kelsey, some of the best offensive linemen in the game. Um, this is where Dexter Lawrence has got to show I can destroy them, I can take advantage of them even if they are considered some of the best. And I think this Eagles game um, is a good chance for him to really put himself in the upper echelon of defensive tackles. Now, Aaron Rodgers yesterday came out and publicly said he believes he's one of the best. Dexter Lawrence is one of the best players in all of football, and the numbers support that. Um, he kind of seems like Aaron Donald's still the best. You know, obviously, a, a guy that you just cannot replicate. He's built on a lab. Um, but Dexter Lawrence, you know, 340 pounds, he might not be as muscly as Aaron Donald, but I can tell you what, he's got just as much power and he's athletic as hell for a guy that's what, 340 pounds um, of just pure, absolute freaking awesomeness. So I love Dexter Lawrence. We all love him here. We're excited to discuss a potential contract extension, what that might look like. But before we do, Anthony, how you do today, my friend? I'm doing great. I'm excited to talk about Sexy Dexy. You're damn right we all love him. How could you not? I mean, look at the passion that that man plays with. I know we posted some clips on the Instagram as well. I mean, the guy is just, he just exudes like like great greatness, right? He just exudes greatness. Every every single play, he's just beating the crap out of an opposing offensive lineman. And whenever you hear him speak in the media, he's just so jolly and happy. And he's someone that I, I would love to be friends with. Like I would love to hang out with Dexter Lawrence. He seems hilarious. He's always cracking jokes in those wired up the mic'd up things that you see and of course aside from that he's a New York Giants fan from birth I don't know if you knew that but he grew up a Giants fan that's why he got the Giants logo tattered on him when he went to the Giants when he got drafted by them he wants to be a Giant for life he said that he said I grew up a Giants fan I am a New York Giant I want to be here for life and the Giants are going to get that done now entering the season Alex you mentioned that they picked up the fifth year option at the time it looked like a steal you know around 12 million dollars for a great maybe even elite run stuffing defensive lineman that sounds like a very good deal. But then he just elevated his pass rushing game to the next level. Now he's one of the elite interior defensive linemen in the NFL, one of the elite defensive players in the NFL. Dexter Lawrence is an absolute phenom in the trenches. His payday is going to be a whole lot more than $12 million now. Listen, $12 million for a two-down defensive lineman who stuffs the run? Fine. But when you've got a three-down interior pass rusher on the level of Dexter Lawrence... You're talking at least 20-something million dollars in this day and age in this NFL. So it's going to be a huge payday for Dexter Lawrence. But, man, I think he's completely deserving of it. And he's totally going to be worth every dime that the Giants throw his way. And I can't wait for the Giants to lock Dexter Lawrence up for life. Absolutely. They're going to give him an extension. You have Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Julian Love, and Dexter Lawrence as the primary guys that are going to be getting paid. Um, now, of course, we got him at $12 million in 2024, 2025. We don't really have any money on the book, so we will be able to fit these contracts, and the cap will continue to increase. Long-term deals are good in this scenario because you're getting them um, at a cheaper price point. And, you know, if they get Daniel Jones at $35 million, 
Um, a couple years from now, we might be looking at that saying, damn, like he could have gotten 45-50 because of how quarterbacks are being paid these days, especially if he continues to improve at the rate he is. But Dexter Lawrence this season is another monster. You know, big shout out um, to Andre Patterson, our defensive line coach, who has obviously played a big part. The other assistants, whoever is that had their hand in elevating Dexter Lawrence's game um, has definitely panned out. But coaching seems to be the difference. You know, you look at his previous seasons, um, even 2021, he was okay. 43 total pressures, uh, played in 759 total snaps. And, you know, it was, it was decent. You know, he was he was a better run, run stopper than he was a pass rusher. But this year, it's all come together as just an elite player. You know, 70 total pressures on the season um, over the regular season, 915 total snaps, 47 tackles solo. Um, and you're also looking at 20 assists and 40 stops in the run game, which was a career high. And he has four, two forced fumbles. So a player of his caliber, definitely, like you said, getting over $20 million a year. But his pass rush metrics over the last couple of games, he's only missed two tackles in his last 11 games combined, which is ridiculous. I mean, the guy, he gets his paws on you. You're not getting away from him. You're, you're dead to rights. And Dexter Lawrence, man, he's a big boy. The, the fact that he gets those roughing the passer calls is mainly because he's 340 pounds. And when he hits you, it's like a freaking freight train hitting you. So they're, they're probably just scared for every quarterback's life. Life that he touches because ultimately they're in danger the second he gets within a foot of them and then he when he leaps on you <laughs> that 340 pound weight is coming down on you with gravity that's like a 500 pound bowling ball hitting you man that's that is not a, a good not a good problem to find yourself in if you're Kirk Cousins or hopefully Jalen Hurts this upcoming weekend uh but Dexter Lawrence in this most recent wildcard game was absolutely elite he had one of the best games of any player on that team Seven total pressures combined for 14 with Leonard Williams, who also had seven. Four quarterback hits, three hurries. He had two solo tackles, four assists, and two stops in the run game. Um, he was absolutely phenomenal. You know, this is a player who is dominating against some of the best in the game. They had, you know, the Vikings got their starting center back, and everyone was like, on the Vikings, yes, you know, we got our starting center back in Bradbury. Dexter Lawrence put him to work, man. Dexter Lawrence forced him to go up against... Uh, an unstoppable force, you know what I mean? Like, you're talking about a guy who you need two people to stop this man, and even then, you can't stop him. So, looking at Dexter Lawrence, the way he's developing, the fact that he's only, what, 25 years old, he has five more years likely in the middle of his prime, and the coaching staff loves him. He loves being a New York Giant. This is one of those guys that when Eli Manning said, once a Giant, always a Giant, he's one of those guys that really fits that mold, and he's the epitome of that entire um, kind of assessment. But I'll tell you what, when you're looking at a contract extension, um, there's a couple of other deals that kind of stand out, right? So Aaron Donald's three-year $95 million deal is like the gold standard. I don't know if we're looking at that type of money, but DeForest Buckner's four-year $84 million deal, it's all about the guarantees these days. Um, so, and especially because he's such a good pass rusher, he doesn't really come off the field that often. Um, you really want him kind of playing that that dual role as, as a run stopper and pass rusher. But DeForest Buckner got four years, $84 million. Leonard Williams got three years, $63 million. And Chris Jones got four years, $80 million. So where we're looking to probably land is $21 million. I, I would really kind of look at DeForest Buckner's deal. That's $21 million per year, $84 million over four years with about half of it guaranteed. I think that's probably pretty close to what Dexter Lawrence gets, um, you know, maybe give or take a, a little bit of wiggle room. But I think that a player of his caliber and the way he's playing and if they're cons and they believe he's going to be consistent, which I think he will be because he's shown that he's also like really not been injury prone, knock on wood a billion times. Um, this is a guy that you can rely on. He's durable. He's reliable. And you pay for guys like that. You know, you 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 lay down the checkbook. You open the checkbook and say, okay, what do you want? Because you're a, you're a key asset here. 
you're a key defender, you're a key cog on our defensive line, and we want to maintain that relationship and keep you around here for the majority of your career, if not all of your prime. So, Anthony, when you're looking at Dexter Lawrence, you, you said over $20 million definitely makes sense. Do you think DeForest Buckner's deal, $84 million, four years, $44 million guaranteed, is kind of realistic? Yeah, so I think that is kind of realistic, but Dexter Lawrence is a better player than DeForest Buckner in my eyes. Now, I know DeForest Buckner a few years ago was pretty damn elite, but he's kind of getting a little bit past his prime, and you're talking about Dexter Lawrence as a 25-year-old interior defensive lineman who's this good? He's going to surpass that $21 million in my eyes, in my eyes. and here's what I envision this offseason. I think that there's going to be a stalemate between Dexter Lawrence and one other New York defensive lineman. Now, not a New York Giants defensive lineman, but a New York Jets defensive lineman, Quinnen Williams, the guy who beat out Dexter Lawrence for the first-team All-Pro nod. He's also due for a contract. He's going to sit and wait and see what the market gives him, and Dexter Lawrence is also going to wait. I think Quinnen's going to wait to see if Dexter gets paid first. Dexter's going to wait to see if Quinnen gets paid first. I think there's going to be a little bit of a stalemate, so I don't expect this deal to get done immediately. I think the Giants ideally would like to get it done as soon as possible, but I think that there's incentive for each of those defensive linemen to wait for one another to sign. And then let's say that Quinn and Williams signs in at $26 million. Well, Dexter Lawrence is going to say, I'm better than Quinn and Williams. Give me $28 million. Or let's say that Dexter Lawrence gets $25, and then Quinn and Williams is going to say, no, I want $27. So that's how that's going to go. And I think realistically, those guys are going to fall right in the same price range, probably within $1 to $2 million of each other, because they're pretty neck and neck. I mean, I think Dexter Lawrence is the better player, but they're pretty similar players. They both have pass rushing prowess. They're both great run defenders, and they're both very young and very talented. So they're going to be worth around the same amount of money as average annually and I think that the Jets are probably going to be really inclined to get that deal done sooner than the Giants in my eyes because the Jets don't have a quarterback to pay the Jets don't have a running back to pay so I think that the Giants are probably going to go ahead try and extend Daniel Jones extend Saquon Barkley wait to see what happens with Quinn and Williams then goes extend Dexter Lawrence so as we enter this offseason Giants fans while you're curious as to what Dexter Lawrence might get and if you're paying attention to that Pay close attention to Quinn and Williams. What he gets on the open market can ultimately decide what the Giants are forced to pay Dexter Lawrence. But again, I think that Dexter Lawrence is a better player. So whatever Quinn and Williams gets, probably add one to two million on average annually to that deal. And that's what you offer Dexter Lawrence. And I think that's ultimately where his price lands. Interesting. I, I don't know. Quinn and Williams had a really good year too. I think that, I don't know who's better, uh, but... They both were just elite. I mean, you look at Quinn and Williams. He's 25. He's actually almost the exact same age, which is definitely interesting. Um, he's 25.1, according to PFF. So uh, so is Dexter Lawrence. They're exactly the same age. Obviously, Quinn Williams was a third overall pick back in 2019, and Dexter is the 17th overall pick. But um, you're right, though, in, in the sense that Quinn Williams did not have as many pressures. He had uh, 52 compared to um, 70 from Dexter. He also played in, like, 400 or 350 fewer snaps but his pass rush grades are phenomenal and you know across the board he was also very 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 good so maybe they're in a similar price range I honestly think they might kind of be around the same thing like you said maybe a million or two difference um but it's you know it's marginal at best I think that they're probably right in that tier one ranking and uh you know Quillen Williams this is definitely his best year and I think that uh kind of Dexter Lawrence matched that so the defensive tackle situation is going to be interesting but Thank God. The, the good thing is Quinlan Williams, um, is he on his fifth-year option too? I think he's also on his fifth-year option for the Jets next year. So, you know, they're in the same boat. The Giants and Jets, I imagine, are both going to lock those guys up long-term because they're key elements to their defense. Dexter Lawrence, like, you cannot replace him. You know what I mean? Like, if you replace – if you let Dexter Lawrence walk in 2024, um, the Giants lose 
basically their entire defensive line because Leonard Williams is going to be gone in the future. I don't think he's, he's here for another two years. Maybe they restructure and add another year onto his deal, but I don't necessarily know. He's like best buddies with Dexter Lawrence, so maybe they want to keep that duo together. Um, I'm curious to see kind of how they go about that, but you know, do you think that Leonard Williams, because if they cut him this upcoming offseason, you're talking about an $18 million savings. So there's a really good argument to make that they should do that. But at the same time, Dexter Lawrence's contract extension is already factored into their payroll next year, or rather his uh, fifth-year option at $12 million. So that money doesn't kick in until 2024 anyway. So you might as well keep Leonard Williams, if not maybe add a second year onto it, because they have so much money in 2024. You know, if I if I give you the numbers right now on over the cap, uh, basically the Giants in 2023 have 54 $4.24 million available. You're looking at Daniel Jones taking up another 35 of that, 30, 35 million. Saquon Barkley's got 12 million. Um, and then you have Dexter Lawrence at 12, which is already incorporated into that entire sequence. And then maybe you want to go and get a linebacker or, a, or a, another guard. You know, there are positions, a cornerback that could be uh, needed here. Kenny Galladay and, will clear 6.7 mil too. And their draft class is going to be larger than a normal seven-person draft class because they have extra capital. Right. So you're talking at least $10 million right there uh, for their draft right. class alone. So, yeah, the Giants mm. have a lot of money. I think they have the third most cap space going into this offseason. But it's going to dry up extremely quickly when you're talking about handing out extensions to a quarterback who's proving to be a franchise quarterback and, of course, a superstar running back and one of the best interior defensive linemen in all of football. Yeah. I mean, look, if you're looking at the players that could be cut – Pre-June 1st, Leonard Williams saves $12 million. Post-June 1st, saves $18 million. Kenny Galladay saves $6.7 million. Then post-June 1st, $13.5 million. But the thing about cutting people post-June 1st is that money gets pushed down the road. You still have to pay that money. It doesn't just disappear. Um, so you have to pay that in the future. So I imagine the Giants probably want to like get rid of the, the salary holding them back sooner than later um Adore jackson you got to keep him he's he's a 19 million dollar cap hit um 10 million dollars in dead money but you're only saving 5.6 million he's too much of an asset to let go um other players that could make sense uh, you see like mark Lewinsky doesn't make sense you got to keep him we actually lose 300k um if you cut him so he's definitely on the team next year tyrod taylor is interesting you save 1.3 million but it's negligible it's not really worthwhile to cut him um Darnay Holmes, you'd save $2.8 million in cap. So I would not be surprised if the Giants released him and then just, or, or released him, maybe signed him back to a cheaper deal because he's, I don't think he, he might be worth that. I don't think so. Uh, maybe, maybe they draft a slot corner to replace him, someone that kind of fits what they're looking for a little bit more. Uh, but other than that, man, Matt Pert saves him a million dollars. He's probably gone. Um, Shane Lemieux might be gone. He saves them a million dollars. I don't think he's reliable at this point, but maybe they keep him around just because he hasn't really been able to play and maybe he has some promise. There's really not that many guys that we can cut to open up a lot of salary space. So you're looking at contracts that probably are, are backloaded. Um, Three-year deals, four-year deals, you know, be, since it starts in 2024 for the Giants, and they have $180 million in team cap space starting in 2024 because um, Leonard Williams is off the books. Galladay's pretty much, his money's probably off the books almost entirely. They save $14.6 million that season. Um, personally, I kind of get the sense that any contracts that they that they really sign this upcoming offseason will really kick in in 2024. They're going to structure it so they have a little bit more room, and they have the draft classes and whatnot, Anthony. You know, when you're looking at how the Giants can kind of maneuver around this, it, to me it, it, it kind of feels as though maybe one or two players, they have that cap hit hit in 2023, but the majority of them, like it's really going to hit in 24 when they have a lot of room to work with. 
Yeah, I think so too. And especially another thing to keep in mind is TV deals. The giant or the NFL is going to have a lot more salary cap space allocated to teams in the future. I think that the uh, salary cap space, if I'm not mistaken, is supposed to balloon above 200 and. 20 million this upcoming offseason so i know that we're talking about projected cap space right now giants have around 54 that could probably move up like another five or six million depending on what happens with the nfl when they set that new salary cap they could be in line to get even more money because the salary cap for every team is going to expand and then when you're looking ahead down the road even further alex as you are to 2024 well you're talking about youtube premium just paid a boatload of money to get sunday ticket from the from the nfl that's going to increase the salary cap. All of that stuff. You got to keep that in mind. Fox has the Super Bowl this year and next year. What if ESPN wants it? They haven't had it in a while. They might drop a ton of money to go ahead and get it. So you got to keep all of that stuff in mind because that ultimately does help the salary cap for all those teams. The way that the NFL is just expanding, it's becoming more marketable. It's becoming the most watched thing in the freaking world, arguably. And when you look at that, it just means more salary cap space. So yeah, this offseason, I think the salary cap space is going to go up a little bit. That'll help the Giants out realistically you mentioned some of those players I think that the Giants end up if you if you take all of the sign-ins that they're going to make out of the equation you just look at the 54 that they're currently projected to have and then look at all of the cuts and and uh, releases that they're going to make I think they end up with around 75 million but it's all going to get sliced down to pieces from then on because like we said Daniel Jones Dexter Lawrence uh, of course uh, Saquon Barkley and then I think they're going to try and go out there find the receiver a linebacker like you mentioned so I think you're going to go from 75 you're going to have to take 10 a million of that off because of the draft class and then you're going to have to sign all those players so real realistically the Giants are probably going to have themselves 10 million dollars or so in free agency which really isn't that much money but when you do look ahead Alex the Giants have a lot of key players on rookie deals Kayvon Thibodeau's on a rookie deal but next offseason you're talking about giving Andrew Thomas an extension and that one's going to be worth a boatload of money so the Giants actually have a lot of great in-house talent right now that they're going to have to pay up for but for the long term it is a young team it is some cheap contracts out there and as the salary cap space with all the tv deals continues to balloon the Giants are actually in a very healthy cap situation where they're going to have some money to spend and a lot of draft capital to allocate to key positions for the next several years so when, when we put all this into perspective, when we're talking about the Dexter Lawrence contract and how much the Giants should spend, they should be pretty liberal about it. They should go ahead, be generous, and get him on the books because he is one of those key cornerstone players that you want to bring that you want to keep in here for the long haul. And when you mentioned Leonard Williams earlier, Alex, I want to see him back. I think that they should try to extend him. I think absolutely he's going to take a pay cut because he's not paying up to that contract. He knows it, and no one else is going to pay him on that contract, so it's impossible to trade him. I think what the Giants are going to do, they're going to walk up to Leonard Williams and say, hey, listen. We want to keep you here. We love you on the Giants. We want you in our long-term plans, but we can't afford to pay you that much. If you want to stay with the Giants, we're going to have to extend you and lower that salary cap hit. And then I think that Leonard Williams probably comes to a resolution with the Giants, lowers his yearly uh, average salary, and probably stays with New York and continues to build that fearsome tandem alongside Dexter Lawrence because those two playing together, I don't think Dexter Lawrence is as good as he is without Leonard Williams. I don't think Leonard Williams is as good as he is without Dexter Lawrence. So you got to keep those two players together until at the very least you find someone in the first three rounds of the draft that can replace Leonard Williams within the next one to two years. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good take. Um, I think that you might be right in the sense Joe Shane may go to Dexter and be like, hey, we want to extend you. But we kind of need you to work with us because we also want to keep Leonard Williams around. And if you want him to stay, 
that maybe we got to figure out a way for him to restructure. You got to you got to help us out a little bit here because I know you really want him to stay. Like maybe use that as a bargaining chip. Um, could be interesting, but nonetheless, guy's gonna get paid. Guy deserves to get paid most of all, and we want him here, so they're gonna pay him. I'm just I'm just really curious to see what that ends up being, and I would not be surprised if they got it done this off season. So they that way they look. The sooner they get these deals done, the better because one. The cap rising only makes everybody more expensive. And two, you want to know what the future looks like with these contracts. You want to know, like, okay, this contract is settled. Now we can work around it. You don't want this waiting until way be like way too late, um, and then suddenly having to real to figure it out later on. Um, I think that fifth year option. I think I think Dexter Lawrence would rather just get paid now. Look, that that contract kicks in twenty one million dollars a year. I don't think he's going to be like I don't want to do that. I think he's going to be like hell yeah, give me that guaranteed forty five million dollars, and I'll walk into the sunset. Uh, like all the other top-tier defensive tackles in football. But guys, I'd love to hear your perspectives below on this entire kind of discussion about Dexter Lawrence. We love him. We all know that you guys are definitely in the same boat as us in terms of extending him. Would love to hear your perspectives um, regarding Leonard Williams and if they should kind of restructure his contract. Definitely a lot to talk about. Always happy to hear your perspectives. Make sure to like and subscribe as always, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode. Thank you.